Does the idea of managing your stress levels actually stress you out? We talk with author and trainer Janella McIntyre about five steps to reducing stress and how to recognize what actually works. The ancient Greeks defined happiness as the joy you feel moving towards your potential. To think about positive psychology, it's a science, and it's actually younger than the Internet, believe it or not. The reality is that social connection is, in the research, the greatest predictor we have of long-term happiness. You have some factors in your control that can promote the health and resilience and growth of your absolutely most important asset, which is your brain. And so it all comes down to understanding ourselves. There's a way for all of us to succeed, but, but it might take different things. We're all looking for the same thing, and that's a way to bring a little bit more joy to our day. Join us as we look at the many different paths that lead us to that happy place. This is Live Happy Now. Hello and greetings and welcome to another edition of the Live Happy Now podcast. I'm your host, J.R. Houston. Wherever you're listening in the world or however you are listening, we are glad that you are making us a part of your day. We also hope that you are making the Live Happy magazine a part of your day. You can get the bi-monthly printed issue wherever fine news magazines are sold or fine entertainment magazines or fine sports magazines, any kind of magazine. If they sell it, you can probably find Live Happy there. Or you can get the digital edition. It's available in the Google Play Store and the Apple Store, and you can take it with you wherever you go and catch up with it at a very leisurely pace if you so desire. And we are so glad that you are joining us for this episode because the holiday season is coming up. That's when we're releasing this one, and it can be a stressful time. And it's a time when a lot of people really do start thinking about managing their stress levels in the coming year. That's why we talked to Janelle McIntyre, author and international trainer and consultant with a focus on improving the quality of personal and professional living. The topics of her workshops include dealing with difficult clients and customers, working with colleagues, managing conflict through conversations, and leading remote teams, as well as reducing your stress levels. Well, Janella McIntyre, we are so thrilled to have you on the program. How are you? Actually, I'm doing I'm doing quite well. I was a little nervous calling in, and I thought, well, that's silly. <laughs> no, it'll be fine. We try to make this as painless as possible, <laughs> stress-free as possible, yeah. uh, which is good because that's what we're here to talk about is uh, the five Perfect. steps to reducing stress. First of all, let me just ask, and, and just for our listeners' uh, sort of peace of mind, What's your background in the mental health field? I guess, why should we trust you on this is the question. <laughs> mm. Well, um, I think there's, there's, there's sort of two, uh, two reasons. Well, one is my background in mental health is I have a master's degree in social psychology. Mm. And I also started out as a, as a family counselor. But then I, I shifted over to personal development workshops. And the other reason is, so I've been at this for about 25, 27 years. And the other reason is because I actually was one of those individuals who suffered greatly from anxiety and uh, and stress-related um, uh, issues, and I needed a way to help myself out of those places. I wanted to uh, find things that worked. I call myself the queen of convenience because I like things to happen fast, mm-hmm. and I want things that work, and so... Um, this works. 
You're definitely not alone, which is why I think this is an, an important topic in today's day and age. And, and you're in Canada and, and here in the United States and all around the world in, in countries similar to ours. People are getting more and more stressed. They're they're working uh, much more they're, in terms of hours. They're, they're devoting much more of their time to it. And so this is an important thing uh, for a lot of people, I think, to, to take in. But it's not always easy. Sometimes you can look at the science of things or you can look at step-by-step -step instructions and, and be overwhelmed. But your book is is something that I, I think is very accessible to folks. Is is that part of why you wrote it, to give these tips uh, to folks and make them accessible? Yes, and the key part there is that um, I see that stress management strategies are, are like a buffet, mm -hmm. and, and there's things you like and things you don't. So no two people's plate is alike. Um, and I want people to understand, that's why it's called recognizing what works, that the real key here is to... Um, trigger a relaxation response, and that happens best when you understand whether you are one of three stress management styles. And and those are the three styles. When you can identify that, then you know what to do to take the first step, just to get that moment of, ah, okay, I'm taking my first step into a, a less stressful place. What what are the three styles of stress reduction that, that people employ? Right. Um, well, first of all, one is called the making an emotional switch, which means you you trigger an emotion that is incompatible with stress. Mm. Something that's inspirational or humor, absolutely. Mm. Humor cuts through the stress. Um, if you look at something, uh, if you're helping somebody or you see something, that is positive. Maybe it's even just looking at a painting that you love or looking at your family's uh, picture, something that triggers a positive emotion. And we can do that hundreds of times a day. So if you know you're an emotional switch kind of person, that's where you go. The second type is called uh, physical intervention. Some people will work out when they're feeling stressed. One gentleman had said to me at a workshop that a bad day fishing was better than the best day and his office. <laughs> yeah. Now, he didn't hate his job, but he just loved fishing. Right. So it can be something like working out, but doing something physical uh, to get your emotions back into control and get your mind sort of functioning in a more positive way. And then there's a third one, which is what I call cognitive intervention, and that's what people know a lot more about. And, and that this positive thinking, having a plan B, reframing something, um, you know, finding the proverbial silver lining, mm. uh, talking to yourself, having a coping statement. So those are the three. So sort of an, an emotional, a logical, and a physical uh, way to, mm -hmm. to look at things. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. So now you've come up with these, these five steps. And again, the book is Five Steps to Reducing Stress, Recognizing What Works. What are the genesis of the, of the five steps? How did they come about? They came about uh, when I was feeling uh, quite overwhelmed with, with everything that was happening in my life. And because I was um, prone, I had generalized anxiety disorder, and I, I found that that was difficult to manage. So a friend of mine, who I consider very wise, I said, you know, I have to do something. I need something that, that can help me right away. And she thought about these five steps. We looked at them together. We tweaked them. And I tried them out, and so did she. <laughs> and we found that worked beautifully. And then with my background in psychology, 
and you know we were able to just tweak it to make sense with what we knew about the physiology of the, of uh, stress management and so on and so forth. So yeah, it came about through a need to have something quick and easy. So without giving too much away of the book, and obviously we encourage people to go out and buy the book, as, as much information as you can get, the better. Uh, what are the, the five steps in general terms? Well, the five steps, the first step is to understand stress. Mm-hmm. Is to, um, and by understanding stress, it's just to face, again, the idea that this is really important. If I break my leg, I don't just ignore it. Right. It's pretty painful. But because we don't see often the impact of stress in such a defined and short-term way, meaning it's immediate, then we tend to just work harder. Mm. So if I have to, if I'm thirsty, I drink water. If I'm hungry, I have something to eat. If I'm stressed, I work harder. Mm. So it's to understand what stress really does to your system and how serious it is. Um, The second step is to take a look at what I call take stock which means looking uh, into situations, understanding, you know, what's causing this reaction, and also how does stress manifest. So under, the person would need to learn a couple of things. First of all, to understand their stress symptoms under low, medium, and high stress, and high stress is really officially called distress, that's more, that's more mm-hmm. accurate. Right. Um, and so that they can intervene at a, at a lower point and also intervene with strategies that are more effective. And consequently, taking stock also means, what's my preferred stress management style? Meaning, how do I best trigger a relaxation response? So we learn, we learn those things about ourselves. Mm-hmm. Then uh, step three is manage the external. And I thought, well, let's do some easy stuff first, which <laughs> means taking a look at your environment, what can I do in my environment that will help me, support me in what I need to do? So perhaps it's having a, a space in your house that's just for you, if you especially if you are um, uh, a cognitive intervention person mm-hmm. uh, because you want maybe you want time just to go away and think on things or to, to read a book. Uh, maybe it's having a place where you can work out or a plan that you can work out um, if physical intervention or in terms of taking stock, what can I do, or pardon me, managing the external, what can I do in my environment that will help me manage my emotions? So, for mm. example, I'm an emotional twitch kind of person, so I have lots of little things all, all around me that bring me joy. So I have a plant. Oh, yes, it cleans the air. It, it triggers emotions. And the, the, the fourth step is managing the internal. So if you have the supportive environment, you've got some tools to, to draw upon. That helps you manage your reaction to the situation. So, you know, there's a quote that says every, uh, every situation is neutral. It's our reaction to it that makes it positive or negative. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's true for me and everyone else, but, you know, to a point, um, I think a lot of us aren't there yet when we see very difficult circumstances. It's hard to say, oh, this is just a neutral circumstance. So when you manage the internal, you take a look at what are my thoughts, what are my beliefs? Do I see the world as inherently a hostile place? Do I have confidence in myself? Do I have have a, a sense of esteem? 
do I have a, and am I working on resilience? So managing the internal is often what people think about when they're managing stress, besides mm-hmm. you know lifestyle and, and um, working rather exercise and um, diet. And then finally, take action, which means you physically, literally have to do something. And in my workshops, I will joke and say, you know, I'm the fittest person in Manitoba. <laughs> in my mind, <laughs> sure, I haven't done anything about that yet. <laughs> but you've so thought of it, and then you know, yeah. <laughs> that's part of the battle, right? <laughs> if we can entertain it in our mind, this is a good thing. Sure. So I, I, I need to take one step, just one step, and I will start with the easiest, the most effective, which is. Maintaining an emotionally uh, positive environment. And then that helps me think more clearly. That helps me find that first step to working out or to not working out for me. Nah, that's no. (laughs) (laughs) Being more active. There you go. Sure, there you go. Being more active. (laughs) There you go. So that's the five steps. Those are, or rather, those are the five steps. Yeah, and and it's all pretty straightforward stuff. I mean, it's stuff that we could, if we took the time to think about it, we could we could come up with, and and it's right there in the book, and in ways that you can sort of do that with better suggestions and better instructions and and so forth. But what I'm concerned about is 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 the environment thing because I'm the I live in an apartment right now, and I really love to when I'm stressed out is go hit a tennis ball or a baseball up against a wall like I did when I was a kid. I can't do that now. Now I got to build a barn. Now I'm stressed about building a barn. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but but that's 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 how I did it. Yeah, yeah, that's how I did it when I was in high school, and and uh, I can see where missing that has has made a change in my life over the last uh, ten years or so. Uh, this book again, five steps to reducing stress. How does this differ from from other books about managing stress? Well, I found that a lot of books um, were dealing with theory, or they would talk about making a cognitive adjustment, or they would talk about working out and, or rather, being more physically fit and paying attention to your body through mm-hmm. nutrition and activity. So they would, and they would talk about lifestyles and ways to relax. Um, but I couldn't. It seems so overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And what I needed to do was to learn a little bit about myself so that I could pick the right strategies that would get me started. And so this book also, it, it's different in that it doesn't talk as much about managing the stress, which is kind of odd given the title, <laughs> but it is about how to trigger a relaxation response. Mm. And, and that's something called the parasympathetic system in your body. So you have the, the sympathetic response, which is your stress response, the fight or flight. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have the balancing effect, which is a system that also is triggered, which is called the parasympathetic system. And I'm oversimplifying it to be sure, but if we can do something that would actually trigger the parasympathetic system that is a relaxation response and do that either physically, cognitively, or emotionally, then we will um, offset and we will the the impact of stress. If I may, there's one really good example. Um, When I ask the participants in the workshop, you know, who drives, and they put up their hand, and I say, okay, what happens when you come to a red light? And they say, well, stop, of course. And I said, okay, how do you do that? And they said, well, 
you put your foot on the brake, hello. <laughs> and, but, they, but they know me by this time, and they know there's a point. Then I said, but before you put your foot on the brake, what did you do? And they said, oh, we took our, my foot off the gas. That's right. So when we have a stressful event and that would be uh, personified by a red light, mm-hmm. you know, what we're doing a lot of times is just waiting for that event to pass. And that's taking our foot off the gas. But what we also want to do is put our foot on the brake, which means you trigger a, a relaxation response so that you can manage that circumstance, which means I can, I can actually not just have to roll to a stop. Right. Just hope right. I get to the, just hope I get there. But rather I, I put the right amount of pressure on the brake and to get to me, get me to where I, I need to go, meaning stopped at the right place. And so triggering a relaxation response really offsets um, the impact of a stress response. It puts your body back in balance. For sure. You know, we, you mentioned we want to make this uh, something that's less overwhelming for folks. And, and that's what we've tried to do here at Live Happy as well with our, our magazine and our podcast and, and make all these concepts that can sometimes get, you know, very high level accessible. Because otherwise, if you're if you're so worried about the science of it or if you're so worried about the steps and the, all the different things, it, it can stress you out more. It can make it worse. So is that part of why you call your five steps the stress-free stress management Yes, because I thought when when I'm feeling stressed, the last thing I remember is theory. The right. last thing I remember is anything complicated. So I would go one, two, three, four, five. And one, remember, pay attention to it. Pay attention to it. Two, um, what's happening? What's going on? What's being triggered? Um, number three, what have I? What do I have in my environment that can help me? Maybe it's a friend. Maybe it's just being able to go back to that place where where you feel comfortable in your house. Number four, examine these underlying beliefs that why this is threatening for you, why this is upsetting. Um, and then, of course, using your stress management style. And then finally, take action to do that. And so it's one, two, three, four, five. I can remember that. Yeah, <laughs> you don't. You don't have to remember the four or five, uh, you know, chapters on any one different thing. It's just it's the steps right there. But uh, the mm-hmm. book has so much more. And again, the name of the book, uh, which uh, was released in September, uh, five mm-hmm. steps to reducing stress, recognizing what works. Uh, where where can folks find that book? Where is it available? Well, it's available in the in the bookstores. It's also available on Amazon.com. And Amazon.ca, and also my website, which is uh, com. Okay. Or you can go to the same web, uh, another website, which is Five Steps to Reducing Stress.com. Fantastic. And you can see it there. And we'll have a link for it on our website as well, livehappynow.com. Always, we always link and, and try to promote the books of the folks that are <laughs> coming on the show. Uh, and you've got some children's books as well. I, I want to uh, mention these. Tucker Times, The Chase, uh, which uh, was released uh, last year. And then another children's book, Tucker Times, Season of Play. It's also a, that's an activity and coloring book. So lots of ways... Uh, Maybe that helps manage the kids' stress if they can break out the crayons and and uh, get to work on that one. <laughs> that's excuse me. That's exactly right. And Tucker Times was designed with the same sort of philosophy in mind, uh, having a, a, a stress-free time, a special time for caregivers and their children to take a look at something that's very innocent, 
uh, very, I think, very cute, very enjoyable, but also learning some lessons about life in it as well. Sure. And there was another quote that uh, inspired you know, both books, and that was, uh, when, in, when all else fails, hug the dog. I'm talking about my real-life dog. So, um, and you know, he's a he's a great stress management tool. Oh yeah, I can I can attest to the fact our dog knows uh, when we're stressed, and he mm-hmm. comes right over, and that's it's time to play. He can figure it out. <laughs> so they're very right. perceptive animals, even if they're not uh, even if they're not trained. I think they just kind of sense it, and they know. All right, I got to be cute now. So. Uh, we've got so much more. Uh, there's another book coming out of yours, uh, and I'll leave that uh, for the future. But trust me that a lot of people are going to relate to that one as well, dealing with uh, managers and coworkers. And we would love to have you on uh, next year when that book comes out. But uh, thank you so much for coming on today. And uh, hopefully uh, some folks uh, were able to take away these uh, five steps and, and apply them to their lives and their less stress. And hopefully the interview wasn't uh, too stressful for you. No, it's quite, you made it very enjoyable, and whenever we can laugh, we're cutting through the stress. So I appreciate that. Good. And uh, wonderful. Thank you very much. Fantastic. If you would like a free sketch note of this episode, go to livehappynow.com and join us next week as we learn how to make better resolutions with Jan Stanley. Going to be a great time, as always. Well, if you learned anything from this episode or if there's something you would like to add to the conversation, do feel free to reach out. You can find us on Twitter at Live Happy, or you can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Live Happy, or send us an email, podcast at LiveHappy.com. For everyone at Live Happy, I'm J.R. Houston saying so long, and thank you for helping us to live happy.